Hi, we are Julie and the podcasters, Angie, Essie, Inga and Laila, and today we're going to attempt to get the timeline of Julie and the Phantoms untangled. I'm Inga. I'm Angie. And I'm Essie. Okay, so how are we going to do this? I was about to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I went through the show today and like basically skipped through it because I didn't really have enough time to watch anything and tried to like write out a timeline. Oh, I did a whole calendar. I have a timeline ready for us. <laughs> I put a lot. I was like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. So, but yeah, I don't know how we're doing this. I mean, we could go like, I don't know. We could either do like each question goes in order or we do it like by episode if we want. I mean, let's basically compare our timelines because I mean, they should all be the same. Otherwise something went wrong. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have high hopes in my timeline. I did not. <laughs> I was just watching the show and I got so confused at some point. So my timeline is probably not right. I mean, my timeline quite often says maybe a day later, maybe two days later. I don't know. I took notes. I have receipts wow. of days of like the times I mentioned. I did my work. I watched the whole thing. I was like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this because I was so pissed while rewatching that there were so many inconsistencies. I was like, I'm going to freaking find the actual inconsistencies. And there are actually two lines in throughout the whole show that kind of don't work at all. And I'm like, that's just not like, I'm just going to ignore those dialogues. So, but I have receipts. <laughs> I literally have everything. Maybe you should just take us through your timeline and we can talk about the things that don't make sense or ask you how you got to that or something I don't know I don't know I mean you guys can like start I don't know I can okay I'll share my timeline with you all or like not my timeline but like the calendar that I put together oh wow you really did a complete calendar I I told you guys I literally <laughs> had a calendar obviously there aren't actual dates because we don't have dates but yeah. this is kind of what it happens so I'm assuming it all happens in the span of a month but yes <laughs> yeah I, I I actually started with like the stuff that happens in, um, in, in like before the boys show up but um, like in, in, in the past. I, I also have that, but I didn't put it in the calendar, obviously. But I also yeah, have that notes for that. Yeah, that would have been quite long. Yeah, but because I mean, there, are some, there isn't a lot, according to my thing, for like the previews. Because we just know, based on the news article, that they probably died July 22nd or around that day in 1995. And then we know. Yeah, because the, the article was on the 29th of July and it said last week. So, I mean, it might not have been exactly seven days ago, but like somewhere between the 22nd right. and the 29th. Right. Yeah. And then the only other thing we know about that time is that Luke ran away around Christmas time in 1994, uh, yeah. ran away from home. So yeah, that's those are the only two things that I got from the past. Or like from yeah, pretty much when the boys were alive. The, the only other thing that's like before the show happens is that at some point in 2019, Rose Molina died. Oh, because it's 2020. I I was thinking it's 2022, right? I was like, it's no, only a year. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. In the in the show, it's still 2020, but the much better 2020 that didn't have masks and stay-at-home orders. And I'm assuming the 2022 of Julian the Phantoms also wouldn't have the whole mess we're in right now. No, oh, probably not. I want to be in that universe. That's where I want to be. Me too. Twenty-two, yes. <laughs> Julian the Phantoms. They probably dealt with Caleb already. You know, they've dealt with that issue. They're out there performing. Yeah. They have a record deal. They have somehow figured out how they're going to record without telling anybody that they, the boys are ghosts. It, everything is going well. Yeah. If only. All right. So I don't know how we're doing this. You guys tell me. Yeah, I mean, let's start with day one. What you have, you, you said, you're guessing that's a Wednesday? 
Well, yes, only because I don't know. I could also be a Tuesday or a Monday, I guess, but it just seemed to work better this way based yeah. on day two and three. And it makes sense that the spirit rally is probably on a Friday. I was thinking that even like even that or like a Thursday that I could see it. So that's what I'm saying. It could also like start on a Tuesday, but yeah. I just put it a Wednesday just because I had to decide a day. Um, but, but also you mentioned the spirit rally. I mean, I guess the rally, I guess we can get to, we're going to get to this later. But I feel like there was a point in episode one or whatever where it said like oh we have a spirit rally tomorrow that is the one is consistency yes that as i literally have at six minutes yeah. and 30 seconds for people like around that mark carrie says that uh her group is performing at the rally tomorrow but i was like oh so that's tomorrow but no there's a day in between because of wake like because of bride and wake up when that happens because then there's a night the night scene where luke gives julie bride and then by that point there's another day so there's one day i'm like carrie you are wrong because according to this timeline it's not tomorrow <laughs> that was just like a mistake on the right part that was one of the things that was glaringly like okay i was like all right so i guess day two is like bright and wake up but i was like no there's actually a day in between so it can't be tomorrow so mm -hmm. i know that is the first thing that i was like whoa that is not true yeah i know <laughs> yeah, that i was looking at that then i was looking at one how dark it got throughout the day and also like if people's outfits change and that's kind of how i figured it out and i was like that it, there's no way that because it was dark at some point in like episode two or whatever or like day two it was dark and i'm like okay but then it's like light outside again so i'm like there's no way that there hasn't been like one day in between that exactly. yeah it seems like the, the boys show up in the evening at day one because it's after school when julie is supposed to um, um start cleaning up the, the garage the studio and then they show up and then the next morning um she thinks wake up before school yeah and most of episode two happens on day two so you know the boys singing boys back like ben is back the scene in, the, in like her room and boundaries and then alex asks her whether she got back into the program she says no and then at night when she goes for a snack that's when like luke gives her bride then like we see the next day when she's a spirit rally day so there's there's that one day i was like yeah it can happen like that was literally like just a mistake in terms of like the, <laughs> the writing because there's no way it was only two days there ha there there is a third day there so yeah yeah definitely otherwise it doesn't make sense yeah also wake up i now look watching it again it makes a lot of sense so i'm like oh she will go early to do it watching it the first time i legit thought she it was the same day she was going in the evening and i was like oh she's playing until the sun goes up and then she goes straight to school and i was so confused i'm like does she not eat breakfast does she not sleep and then like you watching it i'm like okay it's early in the morning that she goes. That makes more sense. But the first time I watched it, I was very confused by that. That would be kind of hilarious. Like, um, she she is in her comfortable evening outfit with the sneak with like the, the, the monster slippers and everything. And then she changes into a really nice outfit just to spend all night at the piano. <laughs> that would be an interesting choice. <laughs> Looking back at it, I understand now. But just watching it the first time, I like was not paying attention to the outfits at all. So I'm like, oh. And then I was so confused. But it makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, it was the first episode of a completely new show. Usually one doesn't pay that much attention to it. I guess we can continue to day three, which is the Spirit Rally Day. Dirty Candy performs WOW. Julie and the guys perform Bride. In that same day, it's like that's the end of episode two and also all of episode three because Flynn gets mad at Julie and then flying solo happens and everything. And Alex meets meets Willie and all of that is in day three. And that's kind of where these first three episodes end. <laughs> 
And I guess at least, uh, except for that throwaway line with Carrie, this kind of like makes sense. Like there's not, you can clearly see it this day after day after day. Yeah, then we have no time skip. It's just like one after another. Yeah. I want to know, how did you get from that Friday to the... Yeah, because no, we were talking, I'm watching the episode and and there's like episode four, they mentioned that they spent the whole weekend learning songs. And I think, again, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, this meant like the whole weekend, like, oh, one weekend. But then I could be watching and like, no, it just meant that this past weekend, I don't know how much time actually passed. So yeah, what was your reasoning for that? I can explain. And there's, that's why there's an asterisk on like, the, I put day 20 and then an asterisk because it's like, this is what I'm, I'm assuming it is. It's obviously, we are, we'll never know. But yes, like, like you said, the first time I watched it, I thought the fact that he, she said, I, we spent all weekend writing, that it was literally the weekend, like that, that just the weekend passed and then it's the next week or something. Uh, but during the rewatch, we realized that's not true because Nick in that episode says, your song has been stuck in my head for weeks, meaning the bright song. Uh, so for weeks it says and then Luke because episode four and five are basically the same day Luke in episode five says we found out two weeks ago about Star Wars so that means that they are at least back for two weeks which is why I just gave it like from the first three days that happens I just gave it two weeks and then started it on a Monday because it on a Monday makes it it does start on a Monday based on like we spent all weekend writing songs that day is a Monday at least that's the vibe I get so yeah I just gave that two weeks based on Luke saying that they found out about Jar Jar I think two weeks ago and the fact that Nick says oh yeah your song has been stuck in my head for weeks therefore um that's where it is yeah yeah I have the same timeline I also assumed it's probably a Monday and there's one more uh, line that also um hints at that it's when Julie talks to her dad after he catches her at final at the finally free performance um and she tells him everything about that she that she's found her way back into music and that uh, the last couple of weeks were really great and um that she thinks it's it's her thing like music is her is her thing so that also the last couple of weeks also sounds like two weeks and it's at least two weeks it could potentially be three but we're gonna assume two right but yeah so that that's why i got there and then everything on episode four and five basically happens within the same day <laughs> two episodes within the same that day a lot happened there's a dance yeah. a school dance on a monday also which will never make sense but there's no other way like it cannot be in any other day yeah that day is insanely full but to be honest the next day is also pretty full that's true, but it's less so because it's only one episode. Literally, that Monday takes up two full episodes. That night, like the dance and Hobo Ghost Club, that's only one episode exclusively. So all of that happens on a Monday. And then the next day is a Tuesday because Julie's late for class right after. It's like, why didn't you wake me up and all of that? So that assumes this is the next day. And then they get paired up with like for the dance class. Uh, so that t- t- Tuesday is also Luke's birthday because that's when Julie finds out about like his parents and all of that they perform final free all eyes on me Reggie also puts on a ghost show for Tia and Carlos that also happens there that same day and then yeah that, that's when the teacher says like we're gonna perform on Friday the dance so yeah that's where it jumps I, all the way to Friday I still don't know why they had a school dance on a Monday that started at nine is that it? and it's like and on a monday too and then if they were still at the school at 12 a.m for some reason so they were still out in the school and then the guys they went to like a giant dinner party that we have like an hour assumed they and willie assumed that an hour was going to be a long time i've like been, I've, 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 I've been to anything like that but i've been to like dinners before and like performances it lasts longer than an hour an hour is like like there's no way i'm just looking at my notes and there's just me being 
very confused. And then after the dance, when it was like 11 or whatever, they went to an after party. And it's like, it's it's a school night. Anyway, that was just, that part confused me. Me too. But I think the dance started a little bit earlier because Julie says they go on at nine, but Finn did the DJing before. So I think it probably started like at eight, maybe seven. I don't know. But yeah, I, I thought that too. That's pretty late. And the whole, they're still at school after midnight because at midnight, the boys realize it's midnight and then they get held up by Caleb and stuff. And then they finally make it to school and Flynn and Julie are just still there without any teachers. I just, I, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Again, I was like, I can't believe the school dance is on a Monday but that like all evidence points to that so I guess I can't dispute that <laughs> so it's a Monday it's a Monday school dance and I mean to be honest like one day Julie goes to a school dance and then the next night she goes on to to perform at a show when does she sleep like the, the next day she would have been so unbelievably tired I mean she did sleep because she like she missed classes she got to school late she missed like three classes they made a point to say that and then Ray complains about that too so she clearly slept then right I forgot about that but yeah so basically all of episode six and the beginning of episode seven happens the next day so on a Tuesday and that means you know the final free performance and everything and then it jumps all the way to Friday because of the dance and because the teacher like the teacher said we're dancing on Friday so we're assuming and then like Reggie also says he's been stress eating all week so that gives it the week that he's been that Ray has been stress eating and then that same day is the edge of great performance I know I think there were some questions whether that was true but uh oh yeah but that like Ray says let's throw a party here tonight so that means yeah the edge of great performance is that day but yeah but that's a Friday based on all of that information I don't know if you guys have any yeah. answer. No, that's pretty much what I have as well. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't sure when the Edge of Great performance happened. That was something that confused me. But then it also, because the next, maybe you're about to cover this too, but the next time it says episode eight, there's a mention of the day after the performance. It should be the day after because they say after last night's performance. But I'm pretty sure that, I don't remember what happens. I didn't school in that time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, so is that another, is that the second continuity arrow? Yeah. Okay. That is the second one because Nick is the only one. So basically, Nick and Carrie don't know what they're talking about. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick says, "Yeah, Nick says last night performance." So we're like, "Wait, but that was a Friday. How are they in school on a Saturday?" And then why I decided to put it on a Monday was when Julie goes to Luke's parents' house. She says, "I came here last week on your birthday." That's literally what she says. That's the quote, which is why I'm like, okay, Nick is wrong then. Julie knows better than Nick. So it's clearly, and they're in the school. So I'm assuming it's Monday because she's still like getting pictures and everything. So people are still like, oh my God, your performance on Friday was great, right? So it's still like freezing enough. But yeah, but because she said, I came here last week on your birthday, I put it on a Monday. So that means that Julie goes to Luke's parents then, show them, shows them on set Emily. And she obviously learns that the guys are probably leaving her. And so basically episode eight happened on a Monday based on what I think and yeah it's just Nick it's just doesn't know what he's talking about yeah yeah that's what I would guess too like technically the show because of Nick tells us it, it's uh, the next day but that really doesn't make any sense and to hold that they are like taking pictures with her and stuff if the performance was Friday night and then m Monday morning would be the next time they see her so obviously they're gonna congratulate her on Monday yeah well again yeah because Nick says that but then Julie says another thing so I'm like all right I'm just gonna listen to Julie when she explains obviously Julie yeah. goes over Nick every time exactly it's her show I'm like yeah you know better what they 
day it is today. So since you said last week, I just put all of that, what happens last week, and then just started a new week with this. And then for the final episode, I put a Friday, but it could very easily be a Tuesday as well, I guess, because I guess concerts, they don't necessarily happen on Fridays. And why I put it on a Friday, it's mainly because of the like scene, like the last scene, Nick bringing flowers, because he brings it to her house and she's there. And I'm like, if they were meeting at school the next day, that wouldn't, that interaction wouldn't have happened. So I'm assuming it was a Friday. And then he was like, well, we, I'm not going to see her till Monday. So I guess I'm going to go say congrats on her performance on a Saturday. The only reason why put it on a Friday but yeah uh, it could I mean it could very easily be the next day there wasn't any like any like dialogue that jumped out that would like that would tell me it's exactly the next day that would confirm whether it's the next day or not but it's definitely that week so which is why I jumped from like that Monday through all the way through Friday for the perfume concert um, I basically assumed it would be the next day because you know they don't have much time but yeah to be honest would Panic at the Disco really perform on a Tuesday evening that seems like they're too big a band to play on a Tuesday which isn't exactly a prime spot so yeah Friday makes a lot more sense Friday um, makes sense also because yeah if Nick's going to her house and it's like daytime if you wanted to give her the flowers you could have done that during school hours or when school happened later so I feel like it does make sense for it to be a yeah for it to be a Friday Saturday that she comes and then the Friday that the performance happens also because like you mentioned it's like a I mean it's like Panic at Disco and like Julian Phantom's opening so it's it's a big performance so it make more sense because it's a big performance that happened on a Friday when more people could go to it. I feel like. Yeah. Again, I mean, the part that sells me it's a Friday. It's the fact that Nick brings her flowers the very next day. He could have just done that at school if it was a regular day. Because I mean, concerts. Again, I've gone to concerts on on Tuesdays, so that's like you know because they're on tour all day. That it doesn't ever work out that they're gonna perform on weekends. So I know that can happen. It could very easily be a Tuesday. But the why I lean towards Friday, it's because that bonus scene of Nick being like, "Yeah, I brought you flowers. You wouldn't do like he." Could just bring flowers at school or like say congrats at school or something so the only reason what makes you say it's the next day that he brings by the flowers is there any evidence that i missed or are you just assuming because that makes the most sense i think i'm assuming because it makes the most sense because the because if it like if more time happens like it's just weirder you know whereas he's one out he's like oh you just performed yesterday and i'm gonna say hey congrats because i'm assuming julie didn't even know nick was there right so nick could be like oh i was at the concert yesterday i saw you guys like you were great or something so it's it's his way to go there so it's just based on assumption again so it just did what makes more sense yeah yeah i agree if he if he brings her flowers to congratulate her definitely i actually didn't even think about the congratulation part i just thought at some point later he brings her flowers because he wants to try again like he wants to try to charm her and possibly do end up on a date with her but yeah the congratulation makes a lot a lot more sense yeah i mean i think either way if he is just trying to congratulate her or if he's trying to if he's still like her I think that yeah it does make sense for him to be like oh here's flowers like as after performance and I feel like that would happen the next day because the longer the days pass the less it makes sense to so but someone's house of flowers congratulate them so I feel like it makes more sense for it to be the next day because of that yeah but yeah so but watching these I was thinking I think because this the last episode was the last one we rewatched, and I remember thinking that maybe Caleb chose Nick 
snake. But like even before he showed up, I remember me thinking that I think I said it. And I feel like after watching this again, I feel like it kind of like I feel even more leaning towards that idea just because I feel like Hillary would be smart enough to try and choose someone who was close to Julie, but not close enough that she would notice. And I feel like Nick kind of would fall into that. And because he knows Caleb t- says something about like the broken hearted like kid comes to fight or something. So I was like, well, he knows about Nick in a way. So I'm assuming he basically scouted him out or some way in some way. So yeah, I was just like, oh, kind of. Yeah, I'm still like more leaning towards the fact that yeah, Caleb probably was like actually waiting for Nick or even like influenced him in some way to go and get her like flowers or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think it definitely can see Caleb like keeping tabs on Julian stuff just in case because like once he finds out that oh these guys can become visible or whatever I don't know when he does find that out but I think that he probably starts keeping tabs on Julie I also feel like it'd be interesting if after the boys leave his performance when they go to Julie's performance he like somehow manages to get out and then go see Julie's performance and maybe that's like when he finds out oh shit and he's like okay so Julie's the one that Julie's the variable that he didn't expect she's the one who he has to figure out and maybe he sees Nick there or whatever maybe he's like looking now and he sees Nick kind of jamming out or maybe like Nick and Julie have some kind of discussion afterward I don't know and so then he's thinking like oh like you know this is the way that I can kind of he like chooses Nick because I can definitely see him yeah because like you said he knew he knew that Nick was I mean he could have made that assumption too I guess if you saw Nick going off to the door of flowers that but I feel like he it makes sense that he was keeping tabs on them and so he expected Nick to show up there or maybe even he like gave flowers you know like the lady who hand out flowers to Julie maybe he like left flowers somewhere or like Nick was somewhere and he like I can imagine like Caleb dressing up with some outfit and like here I want some flowers for after gets for someone special next week. Oh yeah, I don't know, but I feel like that be it'll make sense for him to kind of set up that whole situation. I like that idea that like Nick just gets handed flowers by some random person. Like, hey, you know what? I could use this opportunity to win Julie back. <laughs> Which then actually would potentially lose the fact that it would be the most logical that he would give her flowers the next day because that could happen any day. But yeah, I'm assuming that didn't actually happen. Maybe he was thinking on getting flowers and then Caleb was at like the flower shop or something. I was like, hey, here, here are some flowers. You don't even need to go into the store. Take this. Let me buy flowers for you. I don't care. We don't know each other. It doesn't matter. This is just making me want to like, maybe I'll write fanfic at this point because I just have so many ideas for season two. Like Caleb's, I just want Caleb's again. So I feel like it'd be really funny if Caleb keeps like trying dramatic stuff and it keeps failing. I just, I, I want to like, I don't know. But I just, I, I might write something because I have a bunch of these ideas and I don't know what's going to happen with them. And I know Kenny said that he's not releasing any, he's not going to tell us what happened yet with season two what his original plans were just in case so before that gets released if it does I want to just write a bunch of random stuff but I just think it'd be really funny if like Caleb keeps trying all these new ideas and he keeps failing because he just underestimates how close Julian and the boys are I read a fake once where Caleb and Nick's body and Luke have a guitar off and I, I don't think I can find it again I tried a few week a few months ago or something and I couldn't find it again but that was hilarious yeah that'd be so fun like just as a concept is so fun to have that <laughs> Caleb like failing miserably at every attempt and then especially as he's he's, like possessing Nick because then he's a teenager so that just makes it even funnier at times depending on the situation they could have done so much season two with Caleb possessing Nick because just the comedic 
aspect, and obviously they could like have some really heartbreaking breaking moments too when everybody finds out, but just the comedic aspect of Caleb having to pretend to be Nick. Because I feel like of all people, Caleb pretending to be Nick is the funniest outcome for me. Like I just think of all the characters. It's especially because of the position Nick's in. He's kind of like the popular kid. He plays sports, you know, he like does all this. Like I hope he's like nice. Everybody knows him. Whatever. I just feel like it'd be really funny if Caleb just starts like getting bombarded of people and he has to like pretend to and he doesn't even have time to like be evil or whatever because then now he has to like do homework, stay on top of stuff, you know. Maybe he has like pant issues with like Nick's pants and he has to do cross practice. He has to go. Wait, yeah, I would love Caleb just doing awfully. Everybody's like, Nick, what happened? You should be so good at sports. And Caleb just like trying his hardest because he was a feeder kid and he never did sports. Oh, that would be hilarious. That would be really, really great. But to be honest, like personality-wise, I think the most fitting character for Caleb to possess would have been Carrie. Caleb would have been, I feel like, the good, he would have been good at possessing Carrie, though. He could have found that, like, you know, that, like, Carrie personality in him. I was going to say, they share a lot of similarities, like, the same. So I feel like that would have been easier for him, I guess. Whereas with Nick, there's a lot of things that... I feel like Caleb, not even Caleb thought of, you know, he said, oh, I just, he just saw Nick. I was like, I'm just going to possess him. Like, he seems like the perfect kid to do that. And then he's like, wow, what did I get into? Yeah, like, like, he's just some high school boy. Like, how hard can it be, please? Hard to him not even like being able to run in lacrosse or something or like struggling in practice. Not quite sure which point of the lacrosse stick is up actually, because it, like, does the net go down or up or what? Oh, question. When Caleb's possessing Nick, does he still possess, does he still have his like ability, like ghost power? We don't know. That was one of our big questions, I think. We have asked that before. Probably, yeah. I would think so. Because if he's powerful enough to possess someone, he needs to be powerful. Like he knows what he's doing in a way, you know? So like he must be powerful enough to still have some sort of powers. He just obviously doesn't have the liberty to use them. At, like, because he's going to blow his own cover. But I would assume so. Especially because, I mean, we don't really know. Like Caleb is very powerful. Like he literally got the guys into the club and made them play. And I'm like, I am like, is it because of the stamp? And he couldn't do that earlier, but the more time passed, the more obviously he had more control over the boys. And that's why he, it was so easy for him to do that. Because another thing I, I think I was wondering was, why didn't he do that earlier, I guess? Waited till the very last second, very dramatic. And it's because it's a show, obviously, I get it, but. And he's Caleb, he is dramatic. I think he lives for being dramatic. But yeah, I mean, technically, I think he would have to, because otherwise, if he if he doesn't have his powers anymore while he's in Nick, Nick's body, how would he get out of Nick's body again? So maybe he can't make Nick's body float like he can make his ghost body, but like his other more outward abilities would probably still work. I've said this before and I'm saying it again. I want a ghost handbook with rules about how and like the different steps and the different powers you can have. And also just how it works in general. Like for example, is Caleb's power probably weakened by being in Nick's body? What if he tries to do some ghost power things and doesn't quite work, you know? because he's using all his energy in the possession. Like, I just feel like I need a handbook from Kenny about the, the ghost powers, the steps, how you get the powers, what Julie has, what her skill, like, how does she go into all of it? I just think that'd be a cool thing. Even if, 
like, you know, regardless of the second season comes out or not, I just feel like it'd be nice to have some kind of like rule book to look through. And potentially if the second season doesn't come out, like um, explaining which ghost actually has which ability, like if there is a second season, that's probably going to be answered there and they wouldn't want to tell us all of that now, but it would be pretty nice to know what exactly can Willie do? Like, is it special that Willie can make those cop, cop crowds go crazy or is that something that can, uh, what, like, can all ghosts, could all ghosts do that if, if they practice and not just Willie or is it something specific? To- that is a good question. Yeah, I think we have talked about that, what what ghosts can do before and like got to the conclusion. We don't know, but we want to know. I feel like it would also be interesting if like as the seasons go on, the universe expands. Because I can see it expanding into like, okay, ghosts are real. What else? Which can I do have a good effect or a bad effect? I mean, shows have done that before and it's gotten, there have been bad effects from that where they just throw stuff in whatsoever and doesn't make any sense. But also shows have kind of expanded the supernatural, I guess, universe. And there's been like really cool stuff that has come out of it. So I'm hoping that if it does get more seasons, I, because with a lack of other shows, I can definitely see it expanding beyond just ghosts into other like, okay, what else exists in this world? Or like even where do ghosts go? Stuff like that. So I can see it expanding. And if I do trust Kenny, if it does happen that way to not make it all over the place chaotic, but to actually like make it really seem really cool. But it'll be interesting like how far, what, like what is even the realm of possibility in the universe? Yeah, I agree. That's interesting. I, I, I would hope that it doesn't go crazy, like that they're not suddenly werewolves and vampires and aliens, but like, for example, some sort of witchy thing would probably work in, in like some sort of human magic thing. But yeah, and I guess like with the whole afterlife thing, that would be really interesting. But the whole afterlife thing often gets a bit difficult because, you know, that goes into religion for some people and uh, some people don't want that in their shows. And some people especially don't want that in shows around children because you know people tend to be like i want my children to know my religion no other religion and they barely get to know that other religions exist yeah that's true if it does go something of like that they're gonna have to judge carefully but um i don't know i feel like it should be interesting if like they find a way to do it where it's kind of not necessarily like, it's kind of like i don't know somehow i just think it'd be interesting if you see judy's mom at some point you know so in any form whether she comes you know in any way and also maybe they could do a thing where they could mix in like mythology in there like i don't know greek mythology or something i feel like that would be interesting but yeah i just think it, i would want to see judy's mom at some point i don't know how or in what context but i think it'd be very interesting and if there's a conversation between and that could even be like the final episode, whatever, of the whole thing. So there's like a conversation between Judy and her mom at some point. That'd be nice. I mean, the easiest way for Rose to show up, like without talking to Julie, would obviously be flashbacks and then we could also have like her flashbacks of her being Julie's mom. But yeah, it would be pretty awesome since they did the whole thing with the signs. An answer if Rose was actually leaving signs or not would be really great. So, and for that, they could obviously do that, that they bring her back in some sort of way and have her talk to Julie a bit more directly than with strange women who just hand random girls who are crying in the alleyway a flower. One question I would one answer is, I guess, why the guys, you know, why send the guys 
Julie's way and kind of understand a little more about that or how that works. Like, did she get to pick? And I mean, honestly, like in the same way as the, as the ghost world is like so interesting. Also thinking about the logistics behind like this, you know, what happens after you die in this universe is also very interesting to think about. And like, you know, Rose couldn't come back as a ghost, but then she sent the guy. So how does that work? Does anyone get to do like, you know, so kind of deciding who gets to do that in the same way, like who gets to become a ghost and stuff like that. So I feel like just exploring all of that is so rich and I would have loved to see a lot more of that for sure. Me too. And what made her decide to send, especially like these three boys who she met exactly once. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of, I love like all the possibility for the color and like history behind all of it. And yeah, why did she, why did she send the boys? How does it work? What, what happens if you, do they have unfinished business? Like what is the thing that, also like what, are they physical right now? Are they, just, you know, like all those questions that I would have loved to see answered in season two and in the other seasons because I like they could really deep, go deep into this world of like why the boys are here and actually try to figure out why they're there and what's going on with them. Actually, while skipping through the show today, I thought maybe their unfinished business is actually making up with Bobby. So, somehow like getting closure on that part, on, on Bobby stealing their music. I'm pretty sure that's something we've talked about before. Um, Bobby, yeah, Probably, yeah. Bobby giving them credit. That, I can see that being like the final thing. But then again, like if that would be the case, and I'm assuming that the original plan for the show wouldn't have been just two seasons, that they would have tried to keep their options open for more than two seasons. And I wouldn't really see how they would manage to make that conflict last longer before we would give them the credit because right now, like he found out about them and stuff. And in one season, it would make sense for the, him to to like understand what's going on and possibly like do that and but if he would do that at the end of season two and the boys would move on then what would be the future of the show or would the boys move on though do, do they really have unfinished business like may, what if that changed now that they met julie like we don't know like you can explore all of that so even making up with bobby even if that were like their actual unfinished business doesn't necessarily mean they get to cross over now because maybe their thing has changed now so that i mean there are so many possibilities and because it's I guess dealing with like supernatural stuff, like you just get to make your own rules. So even after finding peace with Bobby, they could have still stuck stuck around. I guess the question is also, they have the word of Willie and Caleb about the unfinished business, get, making them cross over the, across the fact that that is generally what ghosts do in popular culture. But Caleb, like Willie was always with Caleb, we assume. So he probably hasn't met a lot of ghosts who eventually crossed over because most ghosts he knows are in the Hollywood Ghost Club and can cross over because um, Caleb has their souls. And Caleb is not exactly a trustworthy source for information. So potentially, like, unfinished business isn't actually what makes you cross over. Yeah, I don't know. It's still a lot of unanswered questions. And we've asked most of these questions about 15 times again before because we keep forgetting what we said. I want to send Kenny, like, a letter or something. Be like, here's a list of questions we want answered, please. It'd be like, I don't know, honestly, this one would be, like, five pages long, even if it's, like, single space or something. It's like, here's all the questions we need answered. Um, please answer them. Yeah, definitely. Like the easiest way it should be just, Kenny, just come to the podcast. We'll ask you the questions. You get the, and we get the answers. Everyone gets the answers and we're going to be happy. It's not going to take probably more than two hours. And I mean, if you eventually want to, to publish what you're going to do, what you were going to do with the show, if it got a second season, then why not do that on our podcast? That would be a great source for you. And we would definitely suddenly get a lot more listeners. 
Another question is how do we let him know all of this? I'll just edit that one small clip into like a small video and then put it on Instagram, tag everyone and hope <laughs> he gets it. That would be great. But once again, would we actually manage to talk to Kenny Ortega or would we just sit there and stare? I would get to talk to him. I feel very confident that I would talk to him after the initial shock. Yeah, I would do the thing where I'd be like, excuse me for a moment. And I'll go like very visibly out of frame and just scream and then come back like, okay, thank you. I feel like I would forget all of my English for at least five minutes. I just feel like I'll get off, like I'll start asking him random, like other stuff. Like we'll ask him all the random stuff. And then we'll just keep going. And it'll be so it'll be so cool if we get to happen somehow. Yeah. We're starting a campaign now. In the same way that you know it's to save Julian the Phantoms to get Kenny here. Exactly. Listeners, please tag him for us. Because we I mean we already tag everyone in our Instagram posts, but that um is probably not enough. We would need some more people to do that. Yeah, we need to like ask other people to be like, hey, please share this on your stories, keep tagging him till he sees it. Oh, also I was kind of re-watching the PowerPoint episode and realized that it's we did that all, like a year ago, basically. Wow. I know. It's been a year since we did the PowerPoint episode. And it was actually fun. I was listening to it. I was like, man, this was so fun. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy how long we've been doing this now and how much it has become part of my routine. Yeah, so I think at that point we were... So celebrating six months of the first episode so now that means it's been a year and a half we are gonna celebrate a year and a half of putting episodes and content i mean we could probably do another powerpoint one someday if you guys want i know the editing might be hard for the powerpoint we should probably do that over the summer if we're doing that i would just i don't know what i would do mine about i feel like at this point i cannot top my hunger games one Maybe our next PowerPoint presentation episode should be one where each of um, each of us pitches a, n- a new podcast idea, like the next subject we talk about. Oh, uh, yeah, I can see that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I also wouldn't know what to do about that, but I guess I could figure <laughs> it out. Like I would I have, would have sh- some shows that I would have fun talking about, but I don't know if everybody, like they're not everybody watches them. And in other cases, they're already podcasts about them or they have like already five seasons and we would it would take us years to even get to the current episodes and stuff and uh. so the question is do we want to choose a show that has podcasts already on it or do we want to choose one that doesn't have any podcasts on it and then we can be like the first i mean i think technically we were the first first julian the phantoms podcast there were a lot more at, at some points but i'm pretty sure we were if not the first and like the second and i'm I, I haven't kept up with all of them, but I'm pretty sure we're the only one who has managed to go quite this, this long. We're squeezing, squeezing every little bit of thing we can out of these nine episodes. But I think I think we were the first one, you know, at least to post and like to have a what an episode out, I guess. I think we might have been the first no, one. No, we weren't the f- first with an episode. I'm pretty sure about that, but I think we were the f- first, like... I think we were like the first planning it. I mean, I don't know because the others didn't do it publicly, at least not that I could see. But at least we had our social media ready already. We just didn't necessarily post an episode because um, we forgot like all the podcast platforms tell you to do like a teaser episode of like two minutes or something to to tell people it's going to come. And we didn't do that. I think this is if anybody's like, what's your proudest accomplishment? I'm going to be like, somehow for a year and a half talking about a nine episode show that has like short episodes somehow. But I feel sad because it's now like we're reaching the end and we're running out of stuff to talk about. And it's like, I don't want to yeah. like, go, but I don't know. That's true. Yeah, I was also thinking that as I was doing the rewatch, I was like, there's 
I mean, how, like, you know, I don't think we can even, I'm hoping because this is going to be, at least number-wise, it's going to be 52. So we should at least do three more so we end on 55. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure I'm we thinking, can manage that. I guess, but I'm also like, that just seems like a lot. What else can we talk about that we haven't? Like, at this point, we're just repeating ourselves. I mean, we, we still have our list where we could probably, like, we could still do, we should probably do one more crossover episode because we've done three and we originally planned at least one for each of us. So we could do one of those potentially. What other ideas do we have that would make sense? Yeah, I mean, there's still the potential for the cast episodes, which we never did, but that would be more than, than the three we need to get to 55. I don't know. I mean, I think it's okay if we go past 55, just as long as we, like, get to 55, because then it's like, oh, yeah, we have at least 55 episodes. Yeah. Then by that point, I want to end it on 60. Yeah. (laughs) It would be nice to end on, like, a nice number, like, with a zero or five at the end. Yeah. Man, it's it's sad to think about like what's next. Although I like the PowerPoint episode of like each, each of us what? teaching a new subject idea. It's still like it's gonna be sad. Yeah, we're gonna figure something out, and then um, I'm gonna have to figure out how I'm going to podcast while I'm living with my, at my grandmother's during my internship. So, but that's gonna work out as well. I feel like even when we're gonna do the new show, it's gonna be like your friends and Julie, the fans at different points. I feel like in the intro, we're going to have trouble with the intro. I just, or like, like, I feel like at some point we're going to just start talking about Julia and the Phantoms. Just be like, oh, wait, no. Julia the Phantoms are going to become our most popular tangents. Wow. I can't believe we're going to go from like being the main thing we're talking about to being our tangents. Um, but yeah, I mean, for any new listeners, if you haven't seen our PowerPoint episode, it's a fun one even to watch. So just go find it on our YouTube page slash you find you can find our link tree on all of our social medias and then there's a link to our youtube there after we watch it i was like oh this was fun this was a fun i have mentioned this before but i was dying i sound so sick i'm like wow yeah it was rough time we definitely had some great episodes and the PowerPoint presentation episode was definitely one of them. That was a great idea. I think it was yours, Essie, wasn't it? I feel like wasn't it was yours, Layla's? but I'm not entirely sure. It could also be Layla's. I feel also, like Layla. Yeah, it was one of you, definitely. Pretty sure. I, I know for, for a fact it wasn't me. It was not me either. Because <laughs> it was because in the intro you said it's like a recent TikTok trend. I don't even have TikTok. So it definitely has to be Layla or Essie. <laughs> I think it might have been Layla. Okay. I think so, yeah. I think so, too. I've done it with my friends, too, now, like, the whole PowerPoint idea, so. You guys should do it. It's fun. What, with friends? Oh, yeah, I've, I've done it before, I think, as well, so... I'm just terrible at coming up with like a funny subject. I'm like, this is not funny. I'm making it boring. I really want to play at some point like a PowerPoint karaoke, basically, where you you can either like do PowerPoint presentations specifically for that and make people talk talk about the stuff you put on the slides without them knowing what's coming or like old PowerPoint presentations that you have from school or, or work or something and then make people talk about those topics even though I have no clue about it. And I would really love to do that at some point with some friends. Why can't we do it here? You can make the PowerPoint. We can do it. That could be our ep- an episode here. And we'll make it Julian I mean, Phantoms in a way or something. I don't know. We will figure it out. I feel like I would be pretty bad at like making a funny PowerPoint presentation just for that. It would be way more fun to do one of my the ones that I did for, for university. But they're all in German, so you can't do that. I have an idea. If we're going to do the one where it's like you ha- you make a one for somebody else and they have to talk about it, I have one for Layla. <laughs> You're going to give him Nick or something Nick related. Maybe. 
maybe. Wait, that's a fun idea. We should do that. Each like each of us picks someone else's, like gives a, someone else a topic, and then we just make something out of that. That's a fun idea. I'd be down for that. Leila, yeah, let us know if you also agree with this idea. <laughs> Slash, we also have a we already have a subject for you. Not ask you. Making one of you present one of my German PowerPoint presentations would possibly also be very interesting and very hilarious because you have even less of a clue what you're talking about. When I um, when I did my presentation with my friends, I actually did a Hunger Games related. I did, as you guys know, like the online Hunger Games simulator. I, I actually, I should do that during the Facebook stream. That'd be funny. But it's like, all the, it's usually like randomized like Hunger Games situation. And I put like all my friends and like people I know and celebrities into it. And that was my presentation. It was, it was really great. So maybe I'll do that one day as a dude in Phantom thing. We'll see how much it lines up with what Angie did. I feel like mine was very accurate, but all right. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to come up with more ideas. And um, once again, listeners, if you have any ideas and you have anything we, you want us to talk about, Julia and the Phantoms related or not for the future, please let us know. Yeah, and also like I show ideas. Like if you think there's a show you want to see a podcast of, let us know. Maybe we have seen it or maybe we're interested. So also, okay, you should come on the podcast before we wrap up the <laughs> Julia and the podcasters one. And yeah, just come hang out. It's a fun time. It really is. I actually just started a new show obsession. And the funny thing is there's a, a, character, a character named Alex in it, whose last name also starts with an M. And he's also gay and likes music and has a boyfriend with really great hair who's really chaotic. And I, I keep thinking I should make a post about the Schmidt's meme with the like, <laughs> it, it's, I would have two nickels, which is not a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. Wait, wait, who, which show is this? From Roswell, New Mexico. Okay, I've heard of that. I haven't seen it though. It's great. Like I, I was, I've seen quite a bunch of gifs about it on Tumblr, and I was always like, at some point I want to watch it, but it was never available. And now I have a VP, um, VPN, and I can finally watch it on the American Netflix. And I meant to be like, okay, I'm gonna watch like one or two episodes and just see what all the fuss is about. And then I binged it in less than a week. Yeah, I have seen a lot of gifs about that on Tumblr as well, but I haven't caved. Not all shows, you know. Like not all. Sh- You're not gonna get me with all the shows. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it'd be cool too if we like maybe checked out the other works of the actors from doing the Phantoms. Like we watch a movie or an episode of TV show that like one of them is in, and then we can talk about that. That could be like an episode idea. Ooh, that's yeah, I like that. That was something like when we talked about doing the cast episodes. Like that was something and along those lines. Yeah, but I, yeah, I like the this more concrete idea of being like, let's watch something of theirs and then just kind of talk about it. Let's watch Twilight or what is it, New Moon? Yeah. For <laughs> no, it's it's um. I think it's actually the the. Isn't it? He shows up in the third one, or does he show? No, he, he shows up stars yet. in New Moon. I feel like right, isn't he? No, I don't know if he's a werewolf yet. Moon. If it, because yeah, I, I don't, don't know if he's think he, I think yet, he's but. mentioned, but I don't think he actually shows up yet. But I honestly, I don't know. It's been ages since I watched those movies. I don't know if you guys ever watched Lab Reacts Elite Force, but Boo is in that and she plays like this evil character and it's really funny. So we could also watch that. I think I watched exactly those episodes that he was in and nothing more because I really didn't like the show from what from those episodes. But yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was in, in some episodes of, of Good Luck Charlie and I think he was in, in one of those, was it Hawaii 5.0 or something? And he was actually in one of the X-Men movies and yeah, he was in a bunch of some really random stuff and some really weird stuff and some more popular stuff. Yeah, I feel like Boo was one of those actors who like you're watching something 
and then he pops up and you're like, oh, hey. <laughs> we should do that. That sounds fun. If you want to contact us, you can find us on Instagram and Tumblr as Julie and the Podcasters and on Twitter as JAT Podcasters. You can also email us at julieandthepodcasters at gmail.com or send us a voice message on Anchor. And of course, you can rate and review us on iTunes and any other podcast platform that allow that. We would love to hear from you, no matter if it's questions, feedbacks, feedback, or your thoughts on the show in general or a specific episode. Tell your friends. Tell your friends.